Put down your baby and pick up a beer. Dad Jokes is back with a brand new episode. I'm Jerry, joined here by Brandon, and you're listening to the podcast of two dads going through the journey of fatherhood while you get to listen to us do it. And Brandon, I'm not going to lie, I'm excited about today's episode. It's been a couple weeks, a ton has happened in my household, and today's topic is Uh, If you would have told me a month ago we were talking about this today, I probably would have not been happy at all. But today I'm actually pretty excited to talk about it. I think it's going to be a good topic and um, I got a lot to share on it. So I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great episode. Well, A, you better be because this is your idea. Two, (laughs) B, (laughs) that was the most enthusiastic beginning to an episode I think we've had in like uh, three or four months. So keep keep the same energy all episode. I'll match it. Well, what the people at home don't know is that that was our, what, our third our third shot at it because you started laughing or I started laughing. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Well, I sneezed charm. in the first one. Well, you know it's a good episode too, Brandon, because I always say put down your baby, pick up a beer. But today it's pick up a bourbon. I got a little bit of bourbon and um, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good tonight in this episode. I, I haven't even taken a sip of it yet until just a second ago, but I'm, I'm feeling it's going to be a good episode, so... Um, before we get too I'm, crazy, I'm matching you there too because I got a few yeah. long drinks in front of me and I haven't okay. had a drink of anything because I've been sick or dealing with something that had me on medication I couldn't drink on. It's been like probably three and a half weeks. So it has turn not, up. because the last time you drank was with me and we were at a football game and that was not three and a half weeks ago. <laughs> but I like it. I yeah, like what your, was it? I two like and a half weeks ago? Yeah, but two and a half. Right, two and a half weeks. <laughs> you could have let me get away with that. I could have. <laughs> But speaking of getting away with, or, or saying just <laughs> two and a half, three and a half. That. <laughs> you got a dad joke, Brandon, or am I leading with a dad joke today? <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect time for me to give give a dad All right, joke. Let's hear it. What do you call what do you call a food fight with an unlimited amount of food? Having a toddler? <laughs> no. What do you call a food fight with an unlimited amount of food? All you can eat. Nice. I just think of that. Kid All you can eat in that video, Brandon. Did you watch that video where that kid he <laughs> he chucks it, and and the coach the coach goes eat it, eat it, and then he chucks it, and the guy, kid goes he goes why did you throw it? I told you to eat it, and he goes I thought you said eat it. <laughs> it's like, an, old, it's like a, an older guy's a coach. He goes what? And the other kid's like, he doesn't know what that means. <laughs> I'm just great. glad you know what it meant. Kelsey was convinced you weren't going to know what yeet meant. Oh, yeah. I'm hip, Kelsey. I'm, okay. I'm definitely, you yeah, know, I'm in it. What did Here's I say this week Jerry's hip. And you uh, you got mad at me for saying? Oh, I think I, I said can't no remember. cap. Everything no that cap, you yeah. said? Yeah, yeah it was no cap, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. What's Good been going job, on in the Banks household, household Brandon? Uh, a whole lot. Um I guess we'll start with the baby banks to come. Um, we had an anatomy scan, um, a pretty in-depth anatomy scan for the new baby, and we have one more that'll be coming uh, in a couple of weeks. And this is the first time that we've been. So I've always seen like those like three D pictures of like faces and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's the first time we even we didn't actually get it, but that we even got close to getting it. Uh, I feel like we've had some bad luck with ultrasounds uh, in the past. Um, but uh, we're, we're able to see everything from the baby's heart, uh, pretty much all vitals. We saw we, we were able to confirm that it was a boy. Uh, so that 99.9 percentile went to 99.999 percentile. There you go. Um, which was which was good. 
Um, there, there are a few things from like, uh, like the brain and, uh, lips and stuff like that, that they weren't able to fully see. So we got to go back. Um, but nothing that they're really worried about. Uh, so that was, that was fun. Um, we, we celebrated, I, I don't think we've had a conversation since Halloween or it was before no, Halloween. It was before Halloween. So, yeah. So Bryce, uh, Bryce won his Elmo. He got to trick or treat his first ever house which was his favorite, one of his favorite people in the world, our neighbor, Mr. Jonathan. Um, so he, he got to go to Mr. Jonathan's house and uh, trick or treat and got a, got some candy. And then he passed out candies to kids for two hours. And we, uh, it seems like on social media, a lot of people were, have been complaining about like the trunk or treats ruining Halloween. Like everybody goes to trunk or treats and then people don't have a lot of, a lot of kids that come around to their house. You got a lot of older people or first time home buyers, younger people who like get super excited, get a bunch of candy for Halloween and they get nobody that comes through. That was not the case in our neighborhood. Our neighborhood is like the one that people bust kids into come in carpools and walk around. So we were, uh, we were standing outside in the snow the one day decided to snow um, in the last like six months was Halloween when all the kids were out. Um, so that was fun. We had a great time. Uh, my parents came over um, and it's always fun. I, I, sometimes I feel like they get the short end of the stick um, because they, they watch Bryce pretty much every day. So I, I always, Kelsey and I are always, we try to be intentional about the, the fun stuff, um, inviting them out to, to do as well because, you want them to be able to be grandparents and us watch Bryce or be the primary care for Bryce. Uh, but I mean, he absolutely loves having them around. Uh, we're going to get into this a little bit later with this week's episode. Uh, but he is, I mean, he's speaking in full sentences, understanding things like, I mean, his speech is just, I, I feel like every, every time we come on, I, I say it, it's exploding. It, and it's, I feel like it's exponentially uh, getting getting better um starting to finally understand colors a little bit favorite color is pink which i mentioned before um and the last couple things i know we'll probably talk about this a little bit more when uh when it's your turn to go over your week but bryce bryce and peyton had a play date um and every time they they get together i'm kelsey and i always come home and like we need to we need to make an effort to like get them together more often because they play really well together have a good time um and it's just it's just fun seeing him around like other kids his age. Um, and then the last thing on, I, it's not necessarily a sour note, but he's had a uh, a diaper rash for this is going on like two weeks. Uh, first we thought it was like yeast related, um, then it, it looked more like a like a traditional diaper rash, but wasn't getting better. We had uh, like prescriptions that the doctor recommended, cortisone, a few other things. Um, finally looks like we're getting that under control. Um, and then it, it got like a, on his backside that, so that wasn't kind of in the front and the backside seems like it's either there's like an, an eczema patch that's sprouting up and spreading a little bit. So kid can't catch a break right now. He's walking around. He calls it hurt when, when it itches, but he'll look up at you and says diaper hurt. And it breaks your heart when you do that. When he, when he says that. So hopefully we're getting that under control. Um, he actually went to the doctor uh, for it a couple of days ago. Um, they didn't seem that concerned, which was both annoying and relieving. Oh yeah! At the same time, 
literally what they one thing they said was, yeah, this is one of the, the uh, tamer cases of diaper rash we've seen over the last couple of weeks. So it kind of, <laughs> excuse me, it kind of makes you feel like a jerk to a degree as a parent because you're like, am I overreacting? But then things aren't getting better. He's had the same rash for a couple of weeks. It's like, I, I don't really care what you what you feel or what I'm what I feel like is passive aggressive. You about to take care of my kid. So that's always that's always fun with the, with the doctor kind of reading between the lines. And sometimes they think you, oh, yeah. you're tripping. Other times they don't. Um, and sometimes you want to go upside the head. But I didn't do that. We're not going to do that. We're going to be nice. Deep breaths. But I can definitely take the doctor. Uh, what, what you guys been up to? Man, uh, this last couple of weeks has been a ton. Um, starting with Halloween, uh, you mentioned your neighborhood was not that neighborhood. Our neighborhood was. This is our first year in our new neighborhood, and we were kind of excited. We bought a ton of candy, and, like, nobody was out. And I don't know if they go other places in our neighborhood or because of the snow, but we were we were the lame neighborhood. I think we, we had one trick-or-treater, like one family. It was it was crazy. One? Yeah, and I, you, you've been – I mean, you've been to my house multiple times, Brandon. I got – a decent amount of houses around. I I have yeah. no idea what that was about, but um, we might have to all get together in my neighborhood next year and go trick or treat. We might, yeah, because we're definitely not doing it in my neighborhood if we're still here. Um, but Peyton, she um dressed up as Ariel, and uh, Avery was Ursula, and she was super cute. I I was King Triton, Macy was Flounder. Um, but uh, Peyton was a was a little bit of a hot mess on on Halloween. She didn't want the costume on. Cried when I put it on her. Then I tried showing her in the mirror. Finally, she was like, "Oh, wait a minute! I love this. This is the best thing ever." But then she <laughs> didn't. She didn't want to put on a coat. Didn't want to put on shoes or socks. So we ended up not going around because one, it was snowy. She wouldn't put anything on, and she was kind of in a mood. But she ended up having fun in the house. What well, we thought we were going to pass out candy, but my in-laws were over, so she was hanging out with Grammy and uh, Grandpa, and um, and we were hanging out, having fun, and and she was loving her costume. So that 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 was nice. Um, and then, it, you know, to kind of go over our last couple of weeks with Avery, a lot's happened with Avery in the last couple of weeks, man, it's crazy. She's almost five months now. And, um, she was sleeping horribly, Brandon. I mean, like terrible waking up like six, seven times a night. I think I showed you like the Nanit app and it was, I mean, it was bad. And she was just, just, we took her to the doctors, um, for one of her checkups and they're like, yeah, they did diagnose her as colicky and she just, we were having a rough time. So finally one night Macy puts her down. Two for two. She, yeah. We put her down and normally she goes to bed a little after her sister. So around eight thirty nine o'clock, um, Macy puts her down. She comes downstairs. Two minutes later, you hear her crying. And we're trying to get stuff done. We're trying to like, you know, get the dishes done, get the house cleaned. So I just looked at Macy and we didn't even plan this. We didn't even talk about it. I just go, I go, you know what? Let her, let her cry for a minute. I was like, I'll go up there. I'm a kind of basically on what I was trying to tell her without telling her is like, Hey, I'm going to try to ferber this chick, this, this kid tonight. You know what I mean? So I, I go up there after a few minutes and I pat her back and I put her pacifier in her mouth. I'm rubbing her back. I come out. She's still crying. I'm like, Macy's like, all right, I can go feed. I'm like, no, 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 just, just hang on. So I do this like three times and maybe three or four times. It's probably like a half an hour. This is going on. And, uh, she falls asleep. I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right. So we go to bed. She wakes up in the middle of the night, and I'm like, let me try to go in there. So I go in there, put a pacifier and pat her back. She falls asleep again. So I don't know. The next night I do the kind of the same thing, 
it was kind of not planned, but we kind of did the Ferber method. Like, I don't know. I just kind of did the expedited version of it or whatever you want to call it. And since then she has slept a lot better. Um, not, she's not sleeping through the night. She definitely wakes up. But now when she wakes up either a, you can pretty much put her pacifier back in her mouth, pat her back and she goes to sleep or she's hungry, which Macy's got to feed her usually at least once through the night, sometimes twice. Um, but it's a million times better than she was. So that has been fantastic. The only other thing that's a little bit odd that we, we aren't entirely sure is this kind of coincided because we were struggling so much with her sleep. Macy also um, put her on her belly, which I, we're not recommending this because they say back is best, but Peyton slept so much better on her belly that we're like, we're, we're going to try whatever we can because the kid's not sleeping, right? Plus, she had a ton of like, she was sick. So the really the reason we did it is she was like choking on her phlegm. And we're like, maybe if she's like on her stomach, it won't go down her throat. So we put a nanit band on her too, just so that her breathing was being measured. And then we put her on her belly. That was like the night before I did this. So since then, she's been sleeping on her belly and kind of doing the Ferber method. And it's been a million times better at night. So that's good. Um, the, the weird part was that when we started this, Peyton, or Peyton, Avery actually hadn't rolled over yet because it was, it, she had been like, where she get to her side, but she didn't complete the roll. So we were like, eh, we didn't really want to do it because they say don't do it until they can roll. But it's like she can, but she like doesn't, you know. But anyways, a couple days afterwards, um, she actually did roll for the first time. So she's rolled for the first time now. It was actually kind of Macy was kind of upset. Um, she rolled probably ten minutes before she got home, and and I was in the in Peyton's oh, room man. with them getting ready, and she so she rolled for dad, and it was super cool. Which uh, I've gotten a lot of first lately. Uh, she, you know, I got the. Peyton's first words were data. I saw Peyton walk. Macy didn't for the first time. I got the roll. And then um, even the other day, Peyton said, you just rubbing first, it in right now, yeah. aren't you? Peyton said her first, uh, uh, I love you. And it was, and, and it was to me. So Macy was around for it though. She did hear that one. Um, so anyways, but yeah, so my it, experience is exactly the opposite. Yeah. I, I, I'm the last to see and hear everything. Like my, was, my mom and dad get it before I do. You Yeah, you have been novice. I've been lucky in that regard. But Avery, yeah, she rolled over, so that was super cool. Since then, she really hasn't rolled much. But like I said, she rolls to her side all the time. She just doesn't complete it. But she completed it that one how, time. How Peyton react to her rolling? So that was the funny part. I think I told you this, Brandon, but it was it was hilarious. They were playing, literally, like, both on their bellies. Peyton's, like, cupping her face and, like, patting her back. And they're laughing. And, and then Avery rolled. And then I was like, yay, Avery. And Peyton got so upset. She literally started going, no, and like almost like crying. And she's like, and at first I'm like, what are you mad about? And then she starts trying to like roll Avery back over, like yanking on her arm, like knock it off. So she's getting so mad that the baby, and she's like pointing to the ground at the baby. And I'm like, what are you doing? So I pick Avery up, put her in my lap. And then she's mad that she's in my lap. So I had to like put Avery back down and put Peyton in my lap. It was a whole thing. I have no idea why Peyton got mad. She has been getting more jealous lately. I don't know if it has something to do with that, but it was, it was kind of funny because she legit was so upset that she rolled out of like nowhere. So that was, that was interesting. Um, but yeah, Avery, Avery, um, teething as well. So she's been a little bit rough during the days. She gave me a, tonight was enough, a rough night. Once I got home from work, she's been, she was pretty upset pretty much the whole time I was here, but she's definitely teething. She's like practically eating her hand off because of her teeth. So, you kind of feel bad for the kid. 
Um, all, but the good news is she's showing a lot more personality. The kid's smiling all the time, making goofy expressions. Definitely. Yeah, she was giving me a bunch get, of smiles. Yeah, she's she definitely has some personality now, and it's that's kind of fun. Um, a big thing for her too. We had her baptism this past week, or maybe that was two weekends ago. But um, she had her baptism. She did absolutely great in the water, just like Peyton did. Um, a funny story there is the priest is doing all his stuff, you know, blessing her, doing everything, and then he goes. Um, all right, get her, get her changed and we're going to put her in the water. And like legit, like five seconds before he says that, um, Avery poops and, and Macy's holding her and I can hear it. And I literally look at her and she's <laughs> kind of like, Macy gives me a look. And then, so the, the priest is like, all right, hand me the baby. And Macy's like, oh, we're going to, we're going to need 20 seconds. So we're going to change her really quick. The good news is she pooped before going in the water. But um, she did great. She did great in that. And then we had a nice party, and that went really well. Um, Peyton wasn't able to nap that day, so I was worried. But with all the kids, she had fun. She was actually good. So it was a really, really nice day. And um, speaking of Peyton, she's, she's man, you know, Brandon, you said you've been saying it all the time with Bryce's speech exploding. I have not been saying that all the time with Peyton, but I will say it for these last two weeks. Her speech has absolutely exploded. She is out of nowhere all of a sudden – um, saying so much and, and it really, we've taken a complete 180 in her speech just in the last couple of weeks. She's saying her colors. She's right most of the time. Um, but she, she says colors. She, um, started saying her ABCs. She's counting. She count to five today. Um, and she's using mostly though, she's using speech instead of just wanting to, um, communicate non-verbally, which she would love to do. Like today, uh, usually when she wants more, she would just sign more. Well, today she's like more, please. Or I need help. She'll say, or she'll say, um, you know, like she's just, she's saying like, she's communicating with you verbally instead of non-verbally. Um, she kept telling the dog to come on today. (laughs) You know, she's like, come on, come on. And like motioning to her. So like, but she's starting to say a lot, which is just, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, she said, I love you. Like I said, she said, I love you, which she had never said before. So it's been, I mean, it's just. It melted your little heart, it didn't did. it? It did. It's been, it's been great. And she's also like this age she's at right now. I, I'm so in love with this age she's at because she's so much fun. She's crazy, but she's like, she can laugh. Like I get her, can get her to laugh super easy. She likes to wrestle a little bit now. Like you can kind of like pick her up and mess with her. And she thinks it's hilarious. She's, you know, she, she's independent enough where you don't have to freak out every two seconds. I don't know. It's just a great age. It's a lot of fun. She definitely still has her moods, but I feel like even those we've been able to like kind of get over now. Um, you know, like today she got mad because I wouldn't let her draw on the wall with a marker. <laughs> so but we got over that pretty quickly, but now she's been, she's been, she's been doing really, really good. And it's been, um, it's been, it's been fun. The only negative thing is like I said, she has started to get a little more jealous where Avery's concerned. Um, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. She's never really been too bad. She definitely acted out when Avery first came at home, but she wasn't like, it didn't seem because of jealousy. I think she just was, you know, it was a big change, but lately she, she'll get upset sometimes. Like if I have the baby and she wants to be in my lap or if the baby has a blanket and she wants the blanket. So we'll have to keep an eye on that, but it's been busy, man. It's been a busy couple of weeks. It's been, a, it's been a fun couple of weeks. Um, we're getting a little bit more sleep, which is great. And, and now the big thing, Brandon, and, and you know this, but in a couple of days, we're going to have a birthday party for Peyton because this month she turns two, which is absolutely insane. Um, that so, is. And all, that's also another thing she likes to say is I'm two. I'm two. Or there's sometimes she goes, I'm not two. 
like, well, that's technically right. You're not. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we're excited for the birthday party. I'm yeah. excited to get all the kids together too. That'll, that'll be a good time. No, it'll be, it'll be fun. You, you did remind me, I didn't mention it, but we, we are definitely at our favorite age and, and you start to, I don't know if you guys felt like this, but I feel like we've gotten in such a groove as a family and, and with Bryce, like he's, we went through a little bit, like I felt, I felt like you did at this point. And then after he turned two, there was probably like a two, three week stretch where I was like, is this the beginning of the terrible twos? Cause this kid kind of, kind of is great 50% of the time. It kind of sucks 50%. Yeah. He's like, eh, kind of, what are you doing, bro? Uh, but I mean, these last, it, I really feel like it started after I spent like the week with him. And I mean, he, he's great. Like he doesn't really have that many bad moods. Um, there, there's not much to complain about. And he's, he's back to being cuddly. He's coming over. He wants me to read him books 50 times a day. And then you like you kind of he's being cute all the time. You, me and Kelsey like looked at each other the other day. It's like, man, this is perfect, and we're about to introduce chaos to this like mm-hmm. perfect situation again. Like, what the heck are we thinking? <laughs> but ah, you'll but get, get to this to point that, again with the new. Yeah, kid. exactly. You're gonna get them to that point again. So, but yeah, it, it, it is a little chaos. I won't lie. You'll you'll definitely introduce chaos. But I one thing we you actually, got a little smirk on your face, like you can't wait for me to experience well, it. I can't for multiple reasons, but one thing I forgot to mention is we also, we not, not only had a play date with, um, you know, Bryce, which was, which was a great, you know, Peyton just plays so well with him, but, um, we also met up with, um, some of our other friends who had a second baby recently. So they have two girls just like us. And, um, their oldest is a little bit older than Peyton and they don't play quite as well together. They play decently well together, but she's a little bit more territorial over toys. Um, but it was just, it's just funny because they said the same thing that I, I, I thought when we brought Avery home, and I'm sure you guys are going to be the exact same way. There's something different. Like you with Bryce, when you get that first moment of him as a brother, as like a sibling, that, that's a uh, different feeling. You I don't even know how to describe it because yeah. you, you won't know until you have it, and then you'll see it, and you'll be like, okay. This is different. I'm feeling like, warm like, and fuzzy even thinking about it. Yeah. Our buddy Ryan, who, yeah, it was his house we were at, right? And he literally was like, he's like, I didn't cry when the baby was born. Because he's, like, he's not an overly emotional guy, right? He's like, he's like, I didn't cry when the baby was born. I didn't cry when, you know, their first kid was born. He's like, but when, you know, their oldest met the youngest, he's like, that just, he's like, that got me. And I'm like, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Like, because even today, like when Peyton and Avery have like moments, it's, that's the best. There's, there's literally nothing better. So I'm excited for you guys to get that part of it. There will be a lot of chaos, a lot of parts that I'll kind of laugh with you about. But um, the, that part, is it, it makes it worth it. It's just so cool to see them as a sibling. It just For, for Bryce and for the new baby, both of it, yeah. it'll be great. So, no, uh, I, can't, but, I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be great. So, Brandon, what piece of baby gear do you have to go over this week? So my baby gear actually comes from a place that a lot of dad gear comes from when that's home Depot. Um, but it's a, so Kelsey's favorite Christmas movie bar none is the Grinch, the real, the real Grinch with Jim, Jim Carrey as the yes. Grinch. Yeah. Um, so Bryce has a few different Grinch toys and we got him to say the, 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 the Grinch. I, I cut it short a couple of those for the listeners. Um, but home Depot sells a Grinch 12 inch animated scooter so it's a grinch sitting on the scooter 
that like sing songs to you and, and goes back and forth. It's perfect for the holidays, gets you in the Christmas spirit, and Bryce loves playing with that uh, that toy. He presses the button, it, it goes back and forth, he drags it around the house, tries to get it to go. Um, it's a little little bit pricier than uh, I think Kelsey told me after I saw it at home. I looked it up for the baby gear, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, 30, 30 bucks at Home Depot, and it's probably about fifteen dollars more expensive than it should be. So catch it on sale. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she got it on sale. There you go. Wink, wink. <laughs> my well, my baby gear. I'll save some money for the folks out there. My baby gear today is is honestly mostly directed at at people who have daughters, um, but it's something that you don't necessarily have to spend any money on. You definitely can spend money on, but if you if you have anyone. If you have old ones or if your friends do or you can get them from Salvation Army or from like Facebook pages and stuff. But anyways, basically my piece of baby gear is is uh, headbands. If, if you have old headbands that like you don't really care about or that are like made for like dials. Or, Peyton, we, we bought a bunch or got donated to us a bunch and she freaking loves those things. She thinks it's fun to put on her head, to put on your head, to put on the dog's head to put on their doll's head. Um, and so she will play with them quite frequently. And again, probably won't cost you anything if you don't want to. It's simple. They're, and, and just, I mean, if you got a little girl and probably little boys too, but they, they, she loves headbands. And I've made the mistake of one time pretending that uh, the headband was like Cyclops. And now she thinks that's hilarious. So she puts them over her eyes all the time. <laughs> like Cyclops. It's like the, Isn't it know. funny, like the one-offs that you do, like that yeah. are funny in a moment, and they turn into like 45 minutes every day of the same oh, yeah. thing. And then, well, she wants to like do it to me all the time. So then it's like, okay, well, I got a headband in front of my eyes 24-7. So, and then she does the poor dog. That's mostly the dog stuff is, is our fault because I'll like do something funny to the dog, and then she will do it a thousand times to the dog afterwards. And I'm like, sorry, Raja. Not, that's that's on me. I'm sorry you're getting a headband yeah. put on you all the time. And she's not delicate. Riley's or about like, sick of yeah. yeah. So, but that's my piece of baby gear. Again, not one brand or anything. It's just something simple and easy. Even if you got a couple in the house that maybe your wife still wears or something like that, give them to them and they'll probably play for with them for a while. So, and Peyton really started playing with them probably a little bit after one. So pretty young and she still plays with it. So, and she's probably got like five or six of them. For sure. Headbands. Headbands. Now we can go from headbands to speech. To speech. It's a pretty weak segue. That was, was a, a pretty horrible weak segue. segue. I thought you could give, yeah, maybe was. give me like a B.O.B. reference or something. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know. You know. Anyways, um, speech. <laughs> it was a decent reference. Um, it, speech, it was. Trash song. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a topic. I won't lie to you, Brandon. This is a topic that... Probably, I don't know, five, six months ago, I knew we were at some point in time going to have this as a topic. And it was something that we were kind of going through as a family. And when we were first going through it, I didn't really want to talk about it. So, one, I didn't want to talk about it on the podcast, but I didn't really want to talk about it in general. And so it was, it's odd because like I knew it was going to be a topic, but I want to talk about it in a time where I was one well more well-versed, but also more comfortable talking about it. And, and honestly, the reason I wasn't comfortable talking about it wasn't because I was like embarrassed or upset. It was because I didn't really quite know what exactly we were dealing with. And I didn't, I was in a point where I didn't feel like 
hearing from other people, you know, because there's going to be people that are like telling you you're overreacting and there's the people that are going to tell you you need to do this or do that. And, I, and it was like we just wanted to focus on what we were trying to get the information we could get so that it could, um, you know, make help us make the best decisions, you know. And we knew as soon as we started telling people, it would open Pandora's box and everyone's going to give us their two cents. And we just didn't want that, especially because some things, as we'll go into with speech, is more, you know, in the last 10, 15 years, as opposed to, you know, our parents when they were raising us, it wasn't as a, you know, they didn't have as many um, resources and it wasn't as as widely talked about, I guess. Um, Are you basically saying you didn't want to hear the boomer's point of view? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. But it was also not just them. It's also like people that are our age that maybe didn't go through things like that or whatever. So, you know, like if your kid's talking in complete sentences at one, I don't want to hear how just be patient or you know what I mean? Like, it's like, OK, well, it's it's different for you. And that's the thing is every kid's different. So you got to see, is there an issue? Is there not? So, you know, kind of to go through our story and kind of what we're still going through is basically Peyton started saying words very, very young, um, and it was great, and she started being able to understand us very young, and her communication was pretty good, and then all of a sudden, it like took a big step backwards. She stopped saying words, words that she could always say she never said, she didn't say new words, and she would only communicate basically by pointing and almost like grunting. And at first we were like, okay, that's weird, but you know, maybe she's just going through a stage. So the doctor was like, ah, don't worry about it, you know, but if it continues, maybe you need to look at speech therapy. So time went on and then basically once Avery was born, it hadn't gotten any better and, um, you know, Peyton didn't really do a great job communicating. We started using sign language more and she was good with that, but she didn't use verbal words and she would do this thing that they call which is banking words, she would she would all of a sudden one day start saying a few words and using them correctly and saying them a ton. So like if it's, you know, ball, she'd say ball, ball, ball a million times, right? And using it correctly and she'd do it for a couple of days and all of a sudden she'd never say ball again. No matter how many, if you prompted her, no matter if you, no matter what, she wouldn't, wouldn't say it ever again. And she would do this with like a bunch of things and they call it like banking words. So we got to the point where basically it was like, okay, we don't, we don't know if she's behind or not, but we don't want her to fall behind and not do anything. Cause they say the earlier you can intervene, the better it can be for your kid. If, if they really do have a speech delay. So we went to the um, pediatrician for like a normal checkup and they're like, yeah, do you want a referral? We're like, yes. So they gave us a referral. We went to, um, a place where they, you know, they basically do the testing and they also do the speech therapy if they, if they test, you know, that they need help. And they basically did the tests that where they, they, the Peyton was there for like an hour and they basically play with them and they do a bunch of different like games and things and basically see, okay, does she have a speech delay? Does she not have a speech delay? If she does, then she's qualifies for speech therapy. They also look at occupational therapy, which is kind of like if she's having behavioral issues and that's really uh, kind of to backtrack a little bit. That's honestly what pushed us the most towards it is not only was she having a little bit of speech problems, but it seemed like because she couldn't communicate, she would get super, super upset. And then it would lead to tantrums. And it was like she couldn't tell us what was wrong. And then it, it, it seemed unhealthy almost, these tantrums. Like she would get so worked up and she couldn't like express why she was upset. And and so that's why we went. So they basically uh, you know, had her there and they, they found that she did have um, – a speech delay, not like a major one, but she definitely had one. She was behind 
And they also thought she, you know, qualified for occupational therapy, which could help with some of the temper, temper tantrums and some of the behavioral type stuff. So she was recommended to go a couple days a week to work on both of these things for about an hour. So we did that for a couple weeks and long story short, Brandon, basically we found out that what we thought was covered by insurance wasn't. And, um, what turned into being, you know, decently affordable turned into be astronomically unaffordable. Like it was crazy how much it was costing us. So we kind of were like, okay, let's pump the brakes and let's see if there's other options because, you know, we were trying to be proactive, but we also wanted to just be paying for something we didn't need to be paying for. Right. Yeah. The sp- and once she was going, it did seem like it was helping, but it wasn't like there was a drastic change in, in her. You know what I mean? Like she wasn't changing drastically. There was maybe a couple small improvements, but nothing major. So, um, we were talking through things and we found a program that's called, you know, early on, which is a program run by the County. And basically it's, it's, they come to your house, they do a test kind of themselves. And they think if you qualify for the program, then basically they, they come to your house once a month, meet with your kid, help them through some activities, give you a bunch of resources to help you at home with your kid in their, that's in their pretty um, great. speech. It is. They also have a bunch of like outings and activities where you can go to like the children's center with a bunch of other kids that are all going through the same program with a bunch of the kids that are dealing with the same things and parents and teachers and activities and stuff. So we've been doing that for a couple months now. And, um, cause when they came out, they, they found the same thing that she did have, uh, have a speech delay. And so, um, she's gone to an event where basically there was other kids and she, she it was on Halloween actually. And she like interacted with the kids and then they've come to the house a couple times and they've given us stuff at the house to work on. So that's cool. So one thing is like, if you are dealing with this and maybe the money thing is coming into play, look and see if your community or your counties have these programs. Cause, cause we have one. And like I said, it, it's, it's, if you qualify for it, you don't have to pay. Um, which is, which is nice. Um, and, and, and clutch, like you said, Brandon, so she's been doing this and, um, and again, we've been working a lot with it and there, and we'll go through like ways to help your kids and stuff. But basically where we're at now is, is like I said, um, she started getting a little bit better, a little bit better, but these last two weeks and we'll see what happens, but she, she has gone from, like I said, where we always kind of felt like she was a little bit behind other kids her age to, I mean, she's talking right. If she keeps this pace up, I think she'll be right on pace with a bunch of other kids right around her age. I mean, she's saying a lot she's communicating properly instead of result like i said was referring to or trying to rely on nonverbal. she's actually like using verbal first and and then she's also parroting what she's never done before so if you point at something and you say like you know this is like a character like donald the other day and she's like trying to say donald like she's trying to repeat me what she's never done so that's super exciting too um because she's always talked a lot but it's always been like gibberish now she's actually like trying to say stuff and like I said, and repeating and repeating us. So it's it's really exciting. But yeah, I mean, I guess in conclusion, like with our stories, like I said, it was something that, you know, we were struggling with. Do we do we do something? Do we not do something? Is it you know, are we overreacting? Are we not overreacting? Do we you know, and we 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 felt like there was definitely something there. It wasn't super major, but then you also don't know like, okay, is it just speech related or is there something else going on too? You know, is it something to do with, you know, Avery being born and, and that kind of stunted her speech because of the big change. And there's a lot of thoughts that go through your head and a lot of emotions and, and you worry for your kid. And we did, um, you know, but I, I will say there's a lot of good resources out there. There's a lot of good articles and, and things that we'll kind of touch on here. 
Um, but you know, I guess if you're going through this or, or have gone through it or d- don't, don't be, I guess, don't be afraid to look into things and don't be afraid to try it. And then usually with your insurance, if you get your kid, um, to go, go through the speech test, that is covered. Usually the test is for sure. So you can at least kind of see where they, where they fall without having to worry too much. And then talk to your pediatrician too, because they'll kind of let you know based on what, what certain questions like, yeah, you should probably get it looked at or not. And they can give you a referral too. So that's, that's kind of our story in a nutshell, Brandon. And then we can kind of touch on like what to do and things like that. But, um, kind of wanted to share because I haven't talked a lot about it on the podcast just because like I said we were trying to still work our way through it and we still are but now I feel like we're a lot more comfortable with talking about it yeah for sure and I mean I'm not going to necessarily go into our story because we don't really have one in that regard but it's a testament to every kid develops differently and at different paces that doesn't necessarily mean that something is is wrong right um, but I, I think the way that you guys handle it was the right way. Let's let's try to take a look at all of our all of our options and see how we can basically prepare our child um, best. And even as we continue to go through this episode, re- remember that we might go through tips or things to look out for or what you should expect at certain uh, points in your child's life. But all these are based on some research, but. It isn't a, a it, it isn't an end all be all, and you, you, there is some nuance and kind of what to expect from your from your child. Um, so, with that said, I mean, kind of the first place that that I wanted to start um, is like, at what point do you ch- check with your doctor to see if if there may be a delay in your child's speech? Um, and, and I wanted to quickly go over some milestones to to look out for. So. Um, if you're looking like birth to five, you should expect to five months, excuse me, um, expect a, a lot of coos making noise when, when talking to vocalizing pleasure and displeasure. Um, and, and I'm, I'm citing the Stanford children's website, um, Stanford medicine, uh, six to 11 months. The ch- kid will understand. No, um, they, they may babble, ba ba ba, say mama, dada without really knowing what they're saying. Um, between 12 months and roughly a year and a half, um, they potentially can answer simple questions like non-verbally, um, potentially say two to three words um, to label the person or object, trying to imitate words, um, and potentially having a vocabulary of four to six words. Uh, between a year and a half and almost two years, um, Potentially, you're looking. I say potentially one more time. You can go ahead and come through the <laughs> uh, the, the microphone. Um, but, but they would expect uh, about 50 words. You may not be able to fully understand every word that they're saying, but you can kind of get an idea of what they're what they're trying to say. Ask for common foods by name, um, making animal sounds um, like moo, and then between two and three years, which is where I'll leave it off. Um, like knowing some spatial concepts like in or on pronouns, you, me, her, or I'm not going to go there. Um, using sentences, things like that as well. Um, and being able to answer simple questions. Um, take a look at the website. They kind of go through it in a little bit more depth. Uh, but those are some basic milestones to, to look out for um, in, in your kid's speech. Yeah, those are those are good ones. The the big thing what we found, Brandon, is they'll start like asking you about it, your pediatrician, and and you 
usually sometimes you'll get those like surveys or questionnaires or whatever. Um, and right around a year, but they'd say around 18 months is really if, okay, if your kid's not at least talking a little bit at 18 months verbally, yeah, that's when you might want to really start looking. And that's kind of where we were at. Like it was like before 18 months, she actually was, we thought like on schedule or maybe even a little bit ahead. And then also that like just really reverted back. And, and so at 18 months we started to worry and then we waited like another couple months. And then finally we were like, okay, we want to get it looked at. So, um, like you said, like if they're not saying at least a few words or like trying to talk back, that's, that's where you, you, you might want to start looking into something. Um, one thing that we have noticed is, is like when the people were in our house, like from this early on program it, that they told us early on, as they said, a good sign for Peyton was that she, like I said, she didn't say a lot of words or like communicate verbally to us, but she talked all the time and, but it never made any sense. But she said the the lady from early on, she's like, she knows what she's saying, which is a good thing. Like she's saying things. <laughs> yeah. She knows what she's saying. She's like, that's actually a positive thing. Like, yes, you want to, her to progress. And, but like, she's, it's not like she's just like doing baby talk. Like she actually knows what she's saying. She just is not doing a good job of like getting all the the syllables out or getting like the actual like sounds the right way. Um, yeah, you but, don't have the so, clarity, you know? Yeah. So maybe if you notice your kid is like babbles a lot, maybe take comfort in that too. Like that's, that's, I guess a good sign. Like, so like, I guess like she was a little bit behind with that, but it was like, okay, she's not, not saying anything. It's, it's different than like if a kid that just doesn't talk at all, right. That's a different problem. So there's different things to look out for. If your kid doesn't say anything at all, that, that could be one thing. If your kid, like I said, babbles, that could be something different. If your kid, um, you know, gets overly emotional and stuff, there's a, there's a lot of different things to look out for. So um, good points. And, and another thing too, Brandon, if you're that we'll kind of go into now. So if you're starting to notice these things and maybe you don't want to go to a speech therapist or you don't want to do one yet and you want to work on stuff at home, there's things you can do. We'll kind of touch on a few. I know one that we've talked about before and I mentioned earlier is actually sign language that it, it's kind of weird. It's almost counterintuitive. Like if I'm teaching them to talk and communicate non-verbally, how does that help them verbally? everything you read and every, every doctor, like if you see it out there, they say it actually does. Now, again, if and you, you guys experience, yeah, we did. And, and again, now the key too, is it when you're signing it, you're still saying it. So if you're signing more, you're saying more, if you're saying, please, you're saying, please. And that's the thing. Peyton could sign, please more. Like she could sign like 10, 15 different things for a long, long time. And we're at the point now where like, please, she would always just rub her chest, which is the sign for please. Now she'll say, please, and do it which is great, you know, but we always, every time we would say, please, we would say, say, please, we would sign it and still say it. So you want to make sure you're still saying the signs. Um, or even if they're signing something saying like, Oh, you want more, you know, or, Oh, good, good job saying, please. Good job saying, thank you. So sign language is, is one that you can, you can actually help them out with. Cause it, if they're able to communicate, then it can help them open up the other forms of communication. I guess it's like kind of the theory behind it. So Signing is one that I'll lead off with, Brandon. What's another one that you read about? So um, there are a few. One thing that we did um, is actually narrating our day-to-day actions. Um, so it's it, you're I'm opening the refrigerator, I'm cooking you dinner, uh, and it sounds kind of basic, um, but that turned into a 
and understanding from Bryce's standpoint of, of what we're doing. And then you, you catch him now, he may open a refrigerator. And the thing you've been saying for the last two years of his life, daddy's opening a refrigerator. Now it turns into Bryce is opening the refrigerator. Um, Bryce is cooking. Bryce is vacuuming. Uh, so actually narrating your life out out loud um, will help your kid understand, but also um, they can they can match the words with an action, um, which um, will will help them later on in, as far as speaking. Yep. Um, another thing too, and and this is something that they tell you not to do. Like if your kid's struggling verbally, um, trying to limit their screen time and TV, even if you're like it's in the background, that can be helpful. Um, so I'm going to say two things. One, we try to start do that because like I read that it was like, okay, let's try to cut down a lot on TVs playing and stuff like that and get her just to play more and, and talk with through things through. But then another thing we did kind of also is if we did play something on TV, we really tried to make it be teaching. So if it was a teaching video or like a Miss Rachel type thing, and it, it sounds silly, but I honestly think us doing that helped because she started doing things that Miss Rachel That don't Rachel sound silly did. to us. Yeah, I mean, it was weird because, like, at first I was like, what is she doing? But she, we started noticing she started doing things that Miss Rachel was doing, and I think that actually really did help her, like like even small things like going, hmm, or, you know, she, like, um, puts things in and be like, put in, put in, you know, like, so she she's picked up stuff from that. Not that I'm saying, like, hey, watch a ton of Miss Rachel, but if you're going to watch stuff, try to make it things that are helping them verbally. And, and literally Miss Rachel has one that's about speech and talking. So, you know, that's the one we would play over and over. Yeah. So that's and, something that can help too. And with Miss Rachel specifically, if you do a little research in her background, part of the reason she created these videos were, were for her yep. son. And the fact that she didn't feel like there were things that promoted basically speech um, and early child development online um, that she can easily access. So she has a little background in music. Actually, if you do a deep dive, you can see like some old Miss Rachel music videos. It's kind of it's kind of <laughs> funny. Um, but um, basically, between her, her husband, and some friends, they they did a bunch of research. She has a background in teaching and music, and created a, a program that honestly, I, I, she might be the most popular children's act. Like that we have right now in the United States or, or, or up there. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy to see a, a few other things that, um, they kind of seem like they're basics. Um, but make sure you're reading to your kids. Yeah. Um, that's a big one that if, if between you reading to them, them figuring out how to read themselves, um, that that's huge, uh, in language development, telling them stories. Um, it, it's all, it's all really important. Uh, I know it's it, it's fun, it, it's fun to read, and a lot of times even reading the same books will help them associate certain things on the pages with with the words that they're saying. So uh, make make sure you're reading to your kids; it helps out a ton. Yeah, reading that's uh, that's something we did from the beginning. But you're right, Brandon. Reading to them. Um, another thing I read too is give them choices instead of like like open ended questions. Like, what do you want? Do you want orange? Do you want banana? You know what I mean? Do you want, and giving them two things and like saying what they are instead of just like opening things like what's wrong, you know, does, you know, you know, are you sad? And, and, and Peyton would always, she was good with yes and no pretty early on. And she would tell you like she didn't want something, but it would be frustrating because we'd be like, 
what do you want to eat? And she would just tell you no all the time. Right. But, and so I would try to give her choices and it was just always like, no, no, but she knew what she wanted and she'd really struggled to tell us. Um, now, now we know, um, cause she, she either tells us or we just know her well enough at this point. But, um, th- that's another thing they tell you, like I said, give them, give them some choices instead of open-ended questions. And, um, you constantly, like you said, it kind of goes into reading, but also just talk with your kids, constantly be talking with them. You know, no, don't just play with them, talk with them. Um, you know, even if it's stuff that, you know, is like maybe over their head or not over their head, just ask them what's going on. Like I always ask Peyton when I get home from work, how was your day? What did you do? She doesn't, she's not going to answer me, but like, you know, but yeah, it's just like, you know, you're, you're talking to them. You're, you're just giving them more words. Bryce has started to answer me. That's cool. That's that's really cool. It's actually, well, you got it. I mean, I'm, I'm doing the, the parent thing where you like, you're reading into it, but if you if you stop and listen, like so, I might I might ask him how what'd you do today, and he may say like walk. So he he went on a walk with his papa. Mm-hmm. He'll probably say papa. He'll he might say wagon because he he got on a wagon with papa, and then he he could say you you definitely can know what he watched at my parents' house. So he'll tell on them every time. So <laughs> it might awesome. be Elmo. It might be it might be Rachel, but. Like they're they're typically those aren't full complete thoughts. They're like one word sentence or one word answers, but a bunch of different one word answers that that he gives. But it, it is that's that's kind of our routine every day when I get home. Well, they they definitely pay attention because, like I said, I I've been counting and saying the ABCs to Peyton for a very long time, and she never did. And now all of a sudden she can do it like, and it seems like out of nowhere. But because she was listening, she just didn't know how to say it. Now she does. And so it's like, if you continue to do something, they will like even something small. I do like I, me and Macy would always be like, you know, like mommy loves you. Daddy loves you. Sissy loves you. Raja loves you, you know, or mommy. And and then all of a sudden Peyton now will just walk around the house and she'll be like, mommy, daddy, sissy, rah, rah. And she'll just like repeat it like over and over. Like, you know, like it's, it's cute, but like, that's what she starts doing. Like she's, so she's listening, you know, but it's, it's when they put it all together. Um, like I said, even the ABCs thing, she, she never even said ABC and all of a sudden she's saying half the song one day and I was like, okay, well that's, that's cool. You know? So, um, repetition and, and, and just like I said, don't be discouraged by things. Just continue the open, open communication with your kid. Yeah. And you're, you bring up the ABCs is actually my last point and it's, it's singing and making things songs because a, I'm just, I, I, I'm a little bit of a singer. My mom is a lot of bit of a singer and between the two of us and everything else he hears, we, we kind of make everything a song anyway, but a lot of the songs and part of me thinks this is, this is why Miss Rachel works really well is be, she does make a lot of everyday things into songs or, or sings a lot of popular songs. Um, but you'd be surprised at the, the songs that you sing every day. And most of the kids songs have some, type actually let me rephrase this there's a ton of kids songs that have a bunch of things that you learn and there's a bunch of kids songs that if you like stop and listen to what you're saying like what like ring around the rosie is a crazy song crazy i don't know crazy it's another song i'm i'm it's i'm forgetting it right now rockabye baby I was actually seeing he, Bryce has a little baby. I'm getting him ready for like his little brother. He he has a baby doll, and I'm singing him "Rockabye Baby," and it's like I'm thinking, and you, basically it's talking about a baby falling, like out of the out of the cradle. 
Um, so that's a it, it's it's weird, but that's that's me going on my own little Brandon Rabbit trail. Um, one one fun thing that I do with singing, and if if you haven't done this, those listening, try it out. Like think of a song that you sing a lot to your kid, and then just stop singing it at strategic points and see if they can finish like the the line or the next word for you i i bet they will surprise you even if you've never done that with them before if you've sung the song enough times they can probably finish the song for you um and that's something bryce and i do every day pretty much every song we sing he ends the line or he he starts the next line um and it it's it, it can help with their with their speech development as well yeah brandon i sing peyton you are my sunshine every night which is like a breakup song so that's <laughs> That's crazy. Oh no, I didn't know that. Is it really? Yeah. I need to look up the yeah, lyrics. You, yeah. Um, but the last point I will make is again, if your kid is going through something or, or maybe you're worried about a speech delay, um, there are a lot of resources out there. There's your pediatrician, but there's also a lot of speech therapy, um, places. And so if they do need help or if you think it is a good idea, um, and especially if, you know, your insurance covers it or you have the means to do so, don't be too proud either to, to go to a place and have them go to speech therapy one to two days a week or, or whatever is recommended. I know of a lot of people who have, and, um, I've read a lot of stories and there's a ton of success stories out there. And a lot of people say that the earlier you do it, um, the better, you know, and you're not going to hurt your kid by doing it. I guess it's a big thing too. It's not like your kid went to speech therapy and all of a sudden they have bad tendencies. So, you know, don't, don't be afraid of it and, and don't wait until they're three or four. Sometimes usually it's better, um, you know, if they're still one or two and, and try to get them in there so that they can communicate properly. Cause a lot of times if they're not verbally communicating properly or communicating properly, it can lead to, um, emotional issues too. And, and some of that kind of stuff, which again is, is some of what we saw with Peyton is I think she would get so upset because she didn't know how to express herself. And, and we're seeing less of that now. So maybe it's because her speech is better. I, I don't know. Um, it could just be an age thing too. So this is a thing that we'll continue to update everyone on because we're still going through it. Um, but you know, and we have some resources out there that we've been using and we we've talked to some people that have gone through similar things. Um, but you know, it's, it, it can be, it can be scary. It can be frustrating, um, you know, like you said, your kids are around you that are speaking in complete sentences and they're on the same age. It's like, okay, what's wrong? But kids do grow at a different timetable. Um, they, they learn at different rates. They have different things going on in their lives. So you don't want to freak out, but you also do want to do things to help them, you know, and, and, and language is a big thing. So, um, you know, as we continue to go through it, we're, we'll, we'll update you guys. Um, uh, but, uh, I, I can honestly say that it's probably the best week to talk about this because we had our two best weeks ever as far as language is concerned. And it's, it's been a, a long journey to get here, but it's been, it, it's, it's been worth it. And it's, it's super fun right now, especially with, with her talking the way she is. Yeah, it, it is fun. And I just looked up the lyrics that you are my sunshine and mm-hmm. kind of pseudo read a little article about what it means and. Yep. How incredibly sad that is. I sing it to her every and night. Rockabye so. Baby is no better. <laughs> yeah, I probably stopped singing yep. that song. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um, but uh, that's a good place to end, Brandon. Um, uh, I got a dad joke for you. You ready? I hope it's better than Rockabye Baby or You Are My Sunshine. <laughs> you My Sunshine. Uh, well, Brandon, did you hear what happened to the wooden car? No, I did not. 
it wouldn't go. <laughs> that was a dad. You are good for a dad joke. Like these are daddy dad jokes. It's kind of weird way daddy. for me to put it. Yeah, I did say daddy. <laughs> then you said stay daddy, away from daddy. And I said daddy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> wrap, wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, we gonna wrap it up on that. <laughs> the daddy joke podcast. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, for Brandon, I'm Jerry. Uh, you guys have been listening to the, our podcast. If you haven't before, please like us on all our social media. Please um, tell us what you think. Please give us ideas. We love hearing from each and every single one of you. Tell your friends about us. Write us a review. Um, it's been a crazy journey. Like I said, we're getting close to 100 episodes. I cannot believe that. Um, you guys have kind of heard us grow up with our, our kids, which is which is pretty crazy. If you're a newer listener, go back and listen to some old episodes. Um, if you're from the beginning, we appreciate you guys. But as always, for Jerry, I'm joined here by Brandon, and you've been listening to Dad Jokes. Dad Jokes.